today. Did you just lose that RFP to a phantom agency? A big Shopify bug is giving product managers headaches. Influencers are already in the metaverse, but who will control the ethical guidelines of virtual selling? Expert advice on running Facebook ads this quarter and on the premium podcast with more stories, no ads and expert deep dive episodes. The perils of overstating your business hours on Google. It's Monday, January 17th, 2022. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'm Todd Maffin from Engage Q Digital, and here's what you missed today in Digital Marketing, Episode 541. Terence Sawtell owns a digital agency in Vancouver. Recently, he and his team bid on a big project, really big. They spent a lot of time on their RFP response, but when the phone call came, we were notified that we had we're not selected, which happens. Like, that's totally fine. Luckily, the organization offered Terrence and his team a postmortem. And during that meeting, we found out who won. And, you know, after doing some digging, uh, I realized this agency was just a one person who just subcontracts to people uh, or, or professionals in the, you know, UX, UI, dev. And the worst part is this wasn't a UX, UI design agency. They were very heavy marketing based on their website. Yes, Terrence's agency called GOAT lost out to what is essentially an agency that doesn't really exist, at least in the sense that the one-man shop doesn't even do the work he bid for and won. This kind of phantom organization is pretty easy to set up in our world, and it can look pretty convincing. The pitch that they had was very strong and the people they had presented were very strong. I'm like, did you look at their website or the history of this company? And they go, oh, no, we didn't do that. We just based it on the proposal. I'm like, well, you're asking for a website. You think you'd look at the website? If you are agency side, there's not a lot you can do other than try to educate the buyers. But if you are a buyer, Terrence has some suggestions to making sure you don't get caught up in this trap. I think the big one um, is how many full-time staff do they actually have? Uh, If you see a lot of collaborators, contractors, partners, like, you know, you start using these words that isn't employee, (laughs) uh, that's a flag to me. Um, You know, I think as a business, I I take a lot of pride in the fact that I have, I provide, you know, full-time salaried, well-paying roles for people. Uh, and we take a lot of risk as business owners, with benefits and, you know, taxes, there's a lot of, a lot of risk to that. And a lot of people and agencies don't take that risk. They, they know that it's risky and they'd rather, you know, stretch margins out by hiring contractors. Well, where's the cohesiveness of the team? Where's the camaraderie, that stuff. So I think that's a big flag. Um, I think another flag when you're trying to evaluate, you know, proposals is, are they, are they, spending more time talking about outcomes and not about how it's going to happen. It's really easy to come up with like, we want it to be fully accessible or, you know, we want it to be, you know, have certain page load um, speed uh, levels. Like there are certain levels of front end quality, but if they're not talking about, if they can't talk to how they're going to do that, I'm not saying you have to like ask the company to try to come up with the whole strategy before digging the project on. That's impossible. Um, but uh, there is, they, they can talk to their expertise or talk about other projects. There's other ways to do that. So I think those are two two pretty classic ones. Terrence Sautel is the founder and strategy director at GOAT. You can learn more about them at meetgoat.com. So what are your ad accounts looking like so far this quarter? If your results are down, you're not alone. 
To help you out, Foxwell Digital worked with some top ad buyers to figure out what's working for them and what you can do today to get back to positive ROAS. They did a very detailed post on their blog, which is at foxwelldigital.com slash blog. So quoting from their piece. First, consider defaulting to CBO, that's campaign-based optimization, when you first launch new testing campaigns, as the Facebook algorithm tends to know more than we do about the target audience. Then, once data and learnings have had time to settle in, try switching to or implementing ABO and ad set spending limits on both ceilings and floors. Two, interest stacks. We know larger audiences are working better, but instead of lumping all your interests together, try segmenting them by persona while still stacking similar interests. Three, creative testing. Still important. Reels and TikTok videos are taking over the world right now, so don't be afraid to make a quick cut, low-quality iPhone video of your product with a voiceover, or even the awful robot voice, and run in all placements, not just Reels. Also try static image graphics with text overlay of a bold statement or the two to five words that the customer should take away from your ad if that's all they see. Canva will be your friend for this. And four, reels only placements. For a minute, when this placement first launched, we saw insanely low CPMs and insanely low purchasing intent, CTR and conversion rate. However, you may want to try these again as we're seeing lower CPMs and other placements and we're seeing profitability and higher CTRs and CVRs across the board for Reels-only placements with Reels TikTok-specific video creative. Bonus points if the video is a trending audio or voiceover that is impactful and entertaining to your target customer, unquote. So there were four of the items in the blog post. There was actually 11, very detailed, definitely worth a read. Check it out at foxwelldigital.com slash blog. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Reports today say a nasty bug in Shopify's API is passing incorrect sales data to third-party data connectors like Supermetrics. Quoting Supermetrics here, We've noticed some discrepancies with sales data figures being passed through our Shopify connector. Shopify's technical experts have uncovered a bug in Shopify's Graph API that is causing this problem. The API may occasionally return correct sales data for a certain time frame while returning incorrect data for other time frames. Our teams are partnering with Shopify to ensure this situation is resolved as soon as possible, unquote. So if you suddenly made a million bucks in your store today, maybe hold off on the bubbly for a couple of days. Influencers may be leading the way into virtual worlds. The majority of social media influencers polled in a recent study claim they are already working in the metaverse, and 72% say they are considering or are already making money in the virtual world. This study is by Isaiah Worldwide. Here's why they say marketers need to start thinking about developing their brand's strategy for entering the metaverse. 72% of social media users and 90% of influencers support brand sponsorship in the virtual world. 73% of respondents who have played VR games have seen sponsorships, and 42% remember the brand names. Here's a scary thought. 70% of influencers believe the metaverse will eventually replace social media. But are we really there yet? What is holding consumers back? 20% of consumers are waiting for VR technology to become more affordable, and 12% are waiting for VR technology to improve before they join the metaverse. If you're wondering where to invest your money, here are the top activities for consumers in the metaverse. 68% will join for gaming, 53% for exercising, and 48% want to use it for watching media. The study surveyed just over 1,000 American internet users aged 18 and up. With social media influencers apparently leading the way into the metaverse, the company that wants to own the space says it's the perfect organization to establish the ethical boundaries there. Yes, Facebook's parent company, Meta, says it's currently working with developers to establish clearer boundaries on its apps to avoid things like deepfakes. Take this example. We all know virtual influencers are coming. Hell, they're already here. AI-generated, animated, and incredibly lifelike personas selling and promoting products. In the metaverse, this AI influencer will be able to do a lot more than in a normal video. Speak a different language. Do a backflip. That kind of thing. In addition to creating synthesized versions of real people, the technology has been used to create deepfakes, where a false representation of a real person is designed to misinform viewers. Deep Tom Cruise, for example, is a digital deepfake on TikTok. The days are early yet, and there's much to explore in this space. But is Meta the right company to establish what's real? And how digital characters can be used? Color me unconvinced. Google has done a bit of catch-up, and the Google Search Console now has a dedicated desktop section in its page experience report to help site owners understand Google's good page experience criteria. Previously, this was only available for mobile. This new report offers metrics like the percentage of URLs with a good page experience over time, and search impressions, so you can access performance data quickly. This will be very useful for analysis, as page experience will be a ranking factor on desktop 
beginning next month. YouTube wants to help more creators land branded content deals and help brands gain a better understanding of who to collaborate with. The company revealed a new feature that will be rolling out to creators in the next few months called Media Kit. Media Kit will be available through the Brand Connect tab and will help creators pitch themselves to businesses by providing a shareable summary that will give advertisers insight into their audiences. The data will provide channel audience and viewer stats, including subscribers, unique viewers, average watch time per clip, and so on. Additional insights, including demographics and audience interests, will also be included in the report. A Brand Connect partner brand will then be able to search this information, and a channel manager will be able to download the listing in PDF format. Don't forget the premium podcast feed is just like this, but with more stories, no ads, expert deep dive episodes on the weekends, and chapters, so you can jump right to the story you're interested in while listening. More info at todayindigital.com slash premium feed. So last week, after reducing our agency's website to a single page, which, by the way, I have to say, felt very, very, very good, and also updated it to reflect what we've been doing for the last six years. <clears throat> Let's not talk about it. I did the same to my own personal website, which I don't really use. I did a long time ago when I was a professional keynote speaker and was doing like 30, 40 conferences a year. You need a big website, but I don't do that anymore, happily. So I scaled that back to one page and it also feels good. So if you're curious, you want to see it, it's at toddmaffin.com, T-O-D-M-A-F-F-I-N.com. There's very little there, really. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. It's always boring in the summer months. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.